0: Welcome to Tabitha's Tea Party's podcast, where the T stands for Teach, Empower, and Apply. We exist to empower women to get up, show up, and lead by faith. So girls, get up and get ready for the T with your host and Tabitha's Tea Party founder, Ebony King. Hello, hello again, ladies. This is Ebony King, and I am the founder of Tabitha's Tea Party. My name is not Tabitha, my name is Ebony King. And for those of you who may be new, a fun fact about Tabitha's Tea Party, we are named, um, this organization is named after Tabitha, which is a female disciple. In the book of Acts, chapter 9, verse 36 through 41, um, tells the story of a female disciple who was known for doing good and helping the poor, and she died, and then Peter laid hands on her, and then she got up from death. And that's where we get this whole girl get up thing uh, because Peter literally says to her, Tabitha, get up. Um, and so our mission is really just to empower women to get up from dead places because we believe that through the power of God there is absolute, absolutely nothing You can't get up from. Um, I have enjoyed talking with all of you, and I really enjoyed our conversation last week where we were talking about, you know, when the dust settles on the things that we love and those little things that continue to follow us and, and taint even the, the most beautiful things that we have. And it was such a great conversation with everyone just unpacking, you know, what that dust represents in their life. And as you all know, like this year is really about us embracing our power. So we're on this power series. But that little those little specks of dust, those little nuances that we think are nothing, Um, They really do end up being something later when we just allow it to continue to pile up. And I remember during that conversation, I was like, y'all, I don't even know what the answer is to dealing with that dust. (laughs) And it was such a great conversation. And I remember we were all just kind of chiming in. And then God brought things full circle for me on tonight. So I'm really excited about our conversation tonight. Um, Again, thank you all for joining. I'm going to jump straight into it because I really want, I'm really eager to get to the conversation piece, the dialogue piece. So you know I always have a funny story. I want to start off with this story. My friend Angela is on, so she knows this already. So I have this friend that I went to high school with. Uh, We know each other really, really well. At least we think we know each other well based on history, right? We always think we know people when we've known them, but people change, and you really don't know them like you think you know them, but that's a whole different conversation. But we were having this debate about whether or not I was an introvert or an extrovert. And it's so frustrating to me when I feel like I have to debate who I am to people because I've been in my body for 37 years, and I'm like, I hate having to explain who I am or tell people who I am when they're telling me who they think I am, right? So we're going through all of these reasons why I'm an introvert, and she's going through all of these reasons why I'm an extrovert. And her reasons actually made sense, and I realized they made sense based on her experiences with me. So in high school, I partied, we hung out, we were always out, we were always kicking it, and so based on that version of me, one could conclude that I'm an extrovert. But what she did not know is that that version of me was conforming to the standards and the expectations of the circles that I was affiliated with. And life is a lot like that, right? Deep down in our hearts, we may truly believe that we are one version of ourselves, but over time, through experiences and through conforming and through, well, my friends like to do this, so I'm going to go. My friends want to go here, so I'm going to go there. My mom told me I need to say it like this, so I'm going to say it like that. My grandmother likes it like this, so I do it like that. My church told me to be here, so I got to be there. I got to pray like this and I got to talk like that. And over time, we begin to conform to all of these other expectations that people have of us, and we lose sight of ourselves. And so all the while we're saying, no, I'm like this, I'm like this, I'm like this. And they're like, no, you're not. That's not the version of you that I get on a regular basis. So where are you pulling this from? And God brought me back to the power of renewing, the power of renewing. When you get in that space where you don't recognize yourself but you know deep down on the inside that the version of you that you want to be is not showing up as the version of you that everyone else is getting, you have to go back to the renewing piece. And so tonight we're going to talk about the power of renewing. So Father God, I thank you. I thank you so much for this moment I thank you so much for everyone on this call. I'm really excited about everything that you've downloaded into me about this subject. And I pray all of you and less of me in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I'm sure you all know we're coming from Romans chapter 12. Um, Romans 12 and 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So why are we talking about renewing? Because renewing and transformation go hand in hand. But conformity is birth out of compromise. So I'll give you guys an example or you ladies an example. God showed me how I was when I got my first car. Everybody know how what it's like when you get your first car. Anybody on the phone got a brand-new car at one point, what's the first thing you say when you get your car? If there's anyone want to come off a of mute when you get that brand-new car, what's the first thing you tell people?
1: Don't eat in my car, child. Don't
0: eat in my car. <laughs> <Do not. laughs> That's the first thing you tell people when you get a brand-new car, You tell them, do not eat in my car. Your standards are so different when you have something new. But over time, right, over time, as that thing begins to age a little bit, you're like, you know what, I'm hungry. Let me get these little fries from McDonald's. I'm just going to eat the fries. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to make a mess. It's just going to be fries. Next thing you know, I'm just going to eat this burger. It's not going to be a mess. It's just me. I'm not going to let nobody else eat in this car. Next thing you know, you letting your friends eat in the car. Y'all drinking, you're eating. And now when people get in your car, you're saying things like, girl, excuse my mess. Excuse my car. It's junky. Excuse my car. I know it lonely. <laughs> Like, you're excusing all of this because you know at some point you have compromised on your original standard. You wouldn't ask them to excuse it if you didn't have a problem with it. But the reason why you're saying excuse this mess is because you know that this mess does not align with the original standard that you have for yourself. So, again, that's why we're talking about renewing because for a lot of us, over time, we have began to compromise on our standards, certain things in our life has begun to age, right? Maybe you've been doing a business for so long, you've kind of lost sight of your standards. Maybe you've been in a relationship for so long, you kind of lost sight of your original standards, and that new car smell, and that new car feel, and that new car excitement has gone out of the window. And the only way that you can get back to that original version of yourself is by renewing your mind. But you cannot just renew your mind. You have to renew your appreciation for the thing that's in your life. But that renewing comes through appreciation for the person or the entity that granted you the thing in the first place. So renewing really goes all the way back to our relationship with God. It goes back to the original standard that he has for us. It goes back to the original dreams and visions that he had for us before the world started to tell us, before our friends started to say, girl, that's crazy, before your mama started to say, it don't and I'll take all of that, before your church started to say, your dress needs to be this long and your hair needs to be like this, before all of these other things began to tweak and mold you, who did you see that you were to be in this world? Who did God say that you were before everyone else had an opinion about you? That is what renewing looks like. It's about getting back to the original standard over your life. So like I said last week, we talked about that dust. We talked about getting that dust off. But getting that dust off, part of that is the renewing process, right? And we have to go back, we have to reevaluate our values, we have to reintroduce ourselves. And so a lot of people, you may seem fake because the true version of you is not the real version that they've been getting all of this time. So it feels like, why are you acting funny? Why are you talking differently? Because you have to get back to the original version of yourself. It's a reintroduction. It's a reestablishing of boundaries. It's resetting your standards. It's saying, yes, I know my car is 15 years old, but I don't want you eating in it. I don't care what you think about it. I don't care how you feel about it. I don't care how crazy it sounds. I don't care if you saw me having a picnic in this car yesterday. Today I am renewing my standards. I don't care how old it is. Today I'm saying I'm not eating in this car. Today I'm going to get up, I'm going to go walk. Today, I'm going to work out. I posted on Facebook, and I said I I did three push-ups. I was proud of myself for those three push-ups. There was three more than I had done the day before, the week before, even last year. But I'm resetting my standards. I'm resetting my expectations. I'm resetting my values. And all of that is a part of the renewing process. And God just continues to show me that, We will never fully have transformation in our life until we embrace what renewing really looks like. So I want to pause right there because I know, again, tonight is going to be, at least I hope it is, really going to be an opportunity for us to talk. And I I want to know, you know, what does renewing look like for you? What is resetting your standards, reestablishing boundaries, reevaluating your values, what does that look like? in your life?
2: Hi, every This is Rochelle. I would say for me, um, renewing and transforming and how to renew those standards would be when you said renewing your appreciation is kind of being aware of the things that I appreciate, you know, like reviewing my purpose and assessing those things that, you know, like peace. Week Mm -hmm. before last, we kind of talked about peace, just knowing, you know, what brings you peace will allow you to be able to renew your standards and reset those expectations. So just being aware of, you know, the things that bring you peace and knowing who you are and what your purpose is, then that will be, you know, one of the things that you can do to reset and renew and transform to becoming who you really want to be.
0: I, you actually moved me to my next point, but I'm not going to jump to it yet. I'm going to see if anybody else. What does renewing look like for you? Is this helpful for you all? I know it's not my normal preachy-preachy. Uh, I'm not yelling at y'all. I haven't yelled at y'all in two weeks. I guess God is changing my, my voice. I don't know. I ain't yelled yet. <laughs> but anyone else want to chime in?
2: So um hi everyone. My name is Shanika. Um and for me renewing my power would be um singing. Mm-hmm. I'm a singer. I was born a sing. It's nothing else that I enjoy in the world more than singing. Um also embrace my confidence because I've let others dim it. Mm-hmm. Um so I want to renew my company Um, and also bring back my boundaries because I've let them go.
0: Mm -hmm. Right there with you. Right there with you. I, I get it. Thank you so much for sharing. I, um, so the next point that I have, and I'm going to open up discussion one more time, but I looked up the definition of renewing, right? And renew, basically, I mean, it's kind of common sense, right? It, it means to make new again, but another definition of it is to resume after interruption, to resume after interruption, and that was the definition that stood out to me because I could not help but wonder what interrupted our joy. What is the thing that interrupted that version of you, that part of you that felt confident, that felt happy, that felt bold and was like, I am in my element, this is who I am, and this is what I'm going to do but then something comes and interrupts that, right? Something comes and takes away that new car joy, that new car feel, that newlywed bliss. Like something comes and interrupts that. And I ask God, I say, why does joy get old? And, you know, people say, oh, you know, the the joy of the Lord, the world didn't give it, the world can't take it away. And it's not that it's not there. It's that it's not prevalent, right? It's not as vibrant. Like, why does our joy get old? It's not that you don't love your spouse. You love him. You think he's awesome. But what happened to the spark, right? What happened to the the thing that gave you butterflies, like when you first met each other? Why does joy get old? What interrupts us in those moments of excitement what is it? And it's so important to be able to ask yourself these questions because it'll help you, like you, um, someone said earlier, like establish those boundaries. This thing, this particular area makes me feel some kind of way. And I don't know why, but I need to talk about it. I need to pray about it before I engage with it anymore. I need to talk to God and ask God, how do I interact with this thing? Something happened in my life that made me not feel as confident about this. Someone said something. It seemed small. It was just dust. But for some reason, over time, that dust began to accumulate, and now I feel some kind of way about myself. So, God, I need you to help me understand what it is that's interrupting me from the joy that you desire for me to have. God, what is it that's interrupting me of the peace that you have desired for me to have? God, what, why is my joy getting old? What is causing causing this interruption in my life. God, I need to know why is it that I feel this way right after you've done something for me, right after a blessing lands in my lap? Why do I feel like I need to be silent when I'm around this crowd? Why do I feel like I have to shrink when I'm in this space? God, why does my joy get old? God, what is interrupting me of the power that you have placed over my life? What is telling me to be quiet? What is telling me to hide? What is telling me to shrink? What is telling me not to start the business? What is telling me I'm not good enough because I was excited about it when you dropped the idea in my mind, but something robbed me of that feeling, God, and I need to know what is it that's interrupting my joy, what's interrupting my peace, what is it that's stopping me, it's literally standing in front of me, and it's stopping me from transforming into the woman you have called me to be, because God has dropped it into our minds, he's dropped it into our hearts, and we know exactly who he has called us to be, and we get excited about that person, and we see her, and we love her, but something comes along and says, ah, 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 don't get too happy, don't love too much. Don't trust too much. Don't get your hopes up something comes and stands in that gap, it's almost like a like a like um, someone trying to tackle us and tell us that we can't keep going, we can't move forward. There's an interruption that's happening, and that is the space where God wants us to say, no, I need you to renew your mind. I need you to get back to the thing that I have placed in you. I need you to get back to the dreams that I've downloaded in you. I need you to get back to you. I want you to be a blank canvas again. I want you to be happy again. I want you to think creatively again. I want you to have that fire lit inside of you. I want you to fan into the flame the gifts that I have already placed deep down on the inside of you, and I don't know what fear is trying to interrupt you. I don't know what doubt what insecurity is trying to interrupt you, trying to mute you, but we bind it in the name of Jesus because God wants us to show up powerful in this season. He wants us to get our confidence back. He wants us to get our boldness back, and he wants us to be able to speak clearly about who he says that we are, regardless of who people thought we were, regardless of the versions that they had before. God says, there is a new version of you that I have created. There is a new version of you that I want to show up into the world, and I don't care what people thought about you, this is who I know you to be, so their thoughts don't matter, because their thoughts will never trump what I know about you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Lord, we thank you for the renewing of our minds, God. We thank you that you're transforming us even right now in this moment, Lord, that even when we wake up and look in the mirror, God, we won't even look the same. We won't speak the same. We won't walk the same, God, because you've changed our mind about Ourselves, God, you help us see ourselves differently. It's not about how we see everything else. God says, I want you to change how you see you. I don't care about what you think about the girl across the street, I don't care about the business across the street. I care about you, I care about your dreams, I care about how you see those things. Because if you don't care about how you see those things, You'll never transform into who he has called you to be. This is why we have to renew our minds. This is why we have to clean up all of that junk in our hearts and our minds and that unforgiveness and that bitterness and that anger. This is why we have to clean it up. This is why we have to love again. This is why we have to be intentional in everything that we do. This is why we have to reset boundaries. This is why we have to speak up when the enemy is trying to tell us that we are not this and God has already said that we are that. And then some. This is why God wants us to reset and reevaluate everything that we've been doing because God says over time that dust has begun to pile up and you didn't know it, but you turned into another version of you that you never desired to be. But I want you to get back to you. Get your voice back, get your confidence back, get your dreams back, get your marriage back. Get your friendships back. I need you to rethink how you think about you. Don't worry about anything else or anyone else in this moment. I don't care what they said, what they did. This is not about them. It's not about what they said about you. It's about what you're saying about yourself. It's the voice that you listen to at night. It's the words that you say to you. It's the thoughts that you think about you. It's when you continue to push the the line back and the standards back and the boundaries back. It's when you stop to lose your discipline. It's when you are not being intentional about you. God says I want you to renew your mind because through that renewing, you'll get your transformation because conformity is birthed out of compromise. And we can't keep compromising on our identity, not in this season. We cannot continue to compromise. Either we're going to go hard or we're going to stay home, period. And I was not trying to yell at y'all tonight, and I don't know who took me there, but I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Um, let's talk, or let's go. I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> y'all good? Everybody here? I just opened my eyes. <laughs> we here. we here. we here. here. You did an amazing job. we listened. listening. <laughs> I just opened my eyes. Wait, did y'all we're, leave me? We're, def- we're definitely here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Well, how we feeling? Any final thoughts before we go into prayer? I feel like we kind of prayed, but I'm gonna let uh, mm-hmm. any any closing thoughts. Anybody ready to renew your mind? You Going to change change your mind about you new values. I'm
3: definitely, oh, sorry. Hi, y'all. It's Leah. My name's Aaliyah. Um, I definitely am grateful for which, everything you just said, because um, I needed to hear it, because God has been, he moved me to Atlanta, and he's made it clear that I'm here to access everything he's ever put in me since I was like six years old. And I see him moving, and it's just like, I'm standing in place. And he's like, mm. well, I need you to just take a step, because everything that I put in you was for a reason. So you need to reawaken as a six year old girl mm. and allow everything that's put in you to flow. Just let it flow. And I've been you know, in in me being twenty eight now, there's a lot of stuff that happened since I was six with people talking down on your or, you know, downgrading your abilities like singing for for example, like Hirsch. I've always been a singer since I was six, dancer, a gymnast. I just had a dream to do all of it. I was like, I'm gonna do all of it. But now being twenty eight, I'm like, Oh, maybe not any of it. <laughs> but God is like, Absolutely. Yes, and absolutely. it's hard it's been hard for me to process that. It's been hard for me to process that and access the six year old. But I'm doing it. I'm I'm like, okay, I'm just putting out art. I'm putting out different things and I'm I'm just trying my best to step out by faith, but I'm so grateful for what you just said because it's definitely it was a kick in the butt. <laughs> hey,
0: man. Yes, absolutely, and I think that's the thing. Is that it's the, the time piece, right? Sometimes we think we're too old or it's too late to change. I think that's one of the biggest things that holds us up from transformation is getting to that space where we feel like we can't, we're t- it's too late for change. So now let me just figure out how to deal with me the way I am now. And we just kind of do patchwork. But no, like, rip that apart. Is there anything too hard for God? If you want to sing, sing. If you want to dance, dance. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> Listen, there are older women doing a lot more. Trust me. I can send send some profiles to you. But it's the, it's when things start to get a little older, right? It's when your marriage gets a little older. When your friendships get older, you start getting comfortable. And you're not as intentional, right, because you this person just gets you. No, they don't just get you. You're not the same, you're changing, and you have to be aware of that, and we all have to be aware of that um and be intentional about it is i i I can't explain how significant this season is if you're in tune with the Holy Spirit. I think you know um this is a transformative year for ministry, especially for women in ministry, especially, in and when I say ministry, I'm not just saying a preacher, teacher, anything like that. I'm literally speaking to how God allows us to minister through all of our gifts. I don't care what you do. You could be in a classroom. You could be a construction worker that Jesus, his disciples, were fishermen. He said, follow me, and I'll make you fisher of men. He took what they were originally doing and transformed it into something else. So if you have the ability to minister in everything that you do, and this is a season where you, we just need to step out in that power because the Holy Spirit is with us, and he's empowering us to do amazing things, and we got to stop compromising on the small things. We really have to just – jump out there and rethink how we've been thinking about ourselves and how we've been thinking about God.
1: That's all I got. I keep saying that's all I got.
0: We got to go, y'all. Anybody
1: else? I just want to say, hey, Ebony, this is Kim. Man, I had to to get myself together because I almost ran outside and forgot I was in my pajamas when you just, I mean, you just let it rip the last five minutes. So, Man, I appreciate God just using you. But, um, one, I do have to tell the young lady, um, the one that says that she talks proper, you keep talking, sis. You keep talking. You talk that talk, okay? Mm-hmm. Whatever God tells you to say, you open up your mouth because I, I know of a young lady who her family, her family talks about her because she's the proper one. But now, you can't get her to stop talking. So you keep talking and you walk beyond what the naysayers are saying. Um, but also I I wanted to um, just l- remind us that as we're asking God to renew us, also ask uh, ask him what are the distractions that's trying to keep us from being renewed Ooh. because the distractions come that – you know, if and especially if it's from the enemy when he's already peeked into your future, he's going to send whatever distraction that he can. Mm-hmm. And some of those distractions look so familiar that you don't recognize that it is a distraction, but you ask God for that discernment to recognize as you are being renewed, show me what's trying to distract me from you putting me back to where you want me to be so that I can start new again.
0: I love that. And you are so right. Those distractions, when I was thinking about this word, and it says do not conform to the patterns of the world, I'm like, God, I don't even really be in the world like I used to be. I really wasn't out there as Even then, I'd be at the club in the corner with a blanket wait on my friends so we can go, but that's another story. But your world, you have to look around. Your world is right here. It's your immediate circle. It's your coworkers. It's your family. It's your friends. And so sometimes those things, again, going back to that dust from last week, it starts off so little. Um, And I, I tell my friends, I'm very honest with them, I know what my triggers are. I know for me. I always have this temptation to shrink because, I, because of fear. So I need my friends to tell me, like, no, you're not, don't scale back. Step it up. Like, no, don't let me don't let me sit down. Don't let me get, get comfortable because that is, a, you know, that's a trip for me. So I love that you brought that up, Kim. You need to know what your distractions are um, so that you can hold your friends accountable because sometimes people don't know that they're being dust. People don't know that they're they're interrupting you. They don't know that they're they're discouraging you. Um, just like when the enemy was operating through Peter and Jesus had to say say, Get thee behind me, Satan. But Peter was still on the right that Jesus built his church on. But at that particular time there was a spirit operating in him that was being a distraction to Jesus. So sometimes people don't know. So this is not to say just go cut all your friends off or that type of thing, but it is about saying, Hey, Listen, this is a trigger for me, and I'm really trying to do this. So, I, you know, help me stay accountable to this because this is where I believe God is taking me. This is what God is showing me. So, um, I just love that you mentioned that. And I think it's important that we say that because I know a lot of times that when we get in these platforms and a lot of us have been hurt through, through relationships and stuff, it's easy to be like, cut everybody off. But that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes, Instead of cutting people off, we need to get a little bit more courage to have uncomfortable conversations. But we're cutting people off because we don't have enough courage to say, hey, this is what's making me uncomfortable or this is what I'm struggling with. Again, off subject again, this is not even what – y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just I just have to say that because this is a women's ministry, and I know God has called me to unite women, so I have to be careful not to make sure that I'm, I'm Creating a space where I'm like, cut all your friends off. Some of them you do need to cut off, but reestablish boundaries and re- reset standards is what I'll say. Um. Also, our next tea party is March 11th. Make sure you register. It's going to be here in Alpharetta, Georgia. Feel free to fly out. We love when people fly in and come see us. It's always a great time. Um. But we're really talking about um, embracing our power to release. So renewing and releasing. They're all in the same family and it's going to be a powerful night and I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm so excited about it. Um, And that is all I have. I'm going to jump into the prayer and we're going to be done for tonight. God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for the women on this call. God, I thank you for the message that you have given us. God, I thank you for showing us that there is peace and power when we renew our minds. God, I thank you for reminding us that transformation is birthed out of how we think about ourselves, God, and how we think about you and how we embrace what you think about us and what you know and say about us, God. So help us see ourselves the way that you see us. Show us who you have created us to be. God, show us the areas where we have been to conform, God, and didn't even know it, and where we thought we were one version of ourselves, and all the while, we were really something completely different, God. So, God, help us to be intentional about presenting in the way that you've designed us, not in a way that we've conformed, not in the areas where we just decided that we would just adapt to who people expect for us to be, but, God, help us to just show up in our authenticity identity that you have given us God we thank you that your word reminds us that each of us are different God and that each of us has a calling and a purpose in this world God and we don't have to compete we don't have to envy God we don't have to be jealous God but as we continue to work together God we are more powerful so God we thank you that you are just showing us uh, purpose partners in this season women we can connect with and grow with to hold us accountable when we're trying to reset our boundaries when we're trying to reset our values and our standards God we thank you that you are sending people in our life that can say hey sis this is who you say that God says you are and this is who I'm going to hold you accountable to being God I thank you that the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf when the enemy comes to try to interrupt our joy Father God I thank you that the Holy Spirit comes in like a rushing wind Father God and it blocks every trick of the enemy God I thank you that you are covering us and protecting us in the blood of Jesus that every trick of the enemy has to pass over in Jesus' name. God, I thank you that the blood of Jesus rests over our homes. I thank you that it rests over our finances, that it rests over our friendships, God. I thank you, God, that you are healing, God, in every area, whether it's mentally, God, in areas where we've been broken in our mind, where our finances have been broken. God, I thank you that you are even healing those things and renewing how we think about how we spend our money, God, and how we invest and how we save. God, I thank you that you are renewing our minds and how we sow. God, I thank you for renewing our minds and how we love and how we forgive and how we exercise grace. God, I thank you that you're renewing our mind and how we exercise discipline. God, I thank you for renewing our minds and how we parent our children. God, I thank you for a changed mind. And God, I thank you for reminding us that it's not too late and we're not too old to be different. God, I thank you that you are giving us new wine skin even now, God, and that you continue to pour into us new revelations, God, that we may be transformed into who you have called us to be. Because you're, because you're that awesome, God. And there is nothing too hard or too big or too small for you, God. You're in the main idea, and you're in the details. And for that, God, we say thank you and we praise you. Amen. Well, that concludes our podcast for today. Thank you so much for getting up with us. For more of the tea and to attend our in-person tea parties, make sure you subscribe to Tabitha'sTeaParty.org. Also. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Tabitha's Tea Party. Until next
1: time, girl, get up, stay up, and lead by faith.